Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast where... Is that Bill Hader? Uh, you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Robert. How are you today? I am hanging on just like my manicure. Dude, me too. (laughs) Did you get a manicure? Well, no. Okay. But it happened like at the end of the day. It was an easy day. Couldn't wait to come home and pod. And then just like shit got crazy. I was like, I cannot wait to get out of here. That's how it happens. Like the last second of the work day, your boss corners you and is like, I have 10 projects. Well, there's, uh, so somebody's working on like these things and all the people that would help are on vacation. Oh no. Literally everybody. So now you're that guy. So I'm the guy that has heard of these things. So I'm like the next best thing. I'm aware of what a spreadsheet is. I could maybe probably do one. Yeah. So it was just like. What are you going to do about it? Uh, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. As long as I can get done in time to leave. Nice. So, like, squeaked in, like, eight minutes to go. I was like, yes, I'm done. <laughs> uh, you still get out on time? Oh, yeah. Good. If they were looking for me after that, that sucks. Finishing a cloud of smoke. Because I, for real, just, like, left. <laughs> Poof. So he handed it back, turned around, and disappeared. That was it. Perfect exit. So why are you only hanging on? What's going on? Uh, it's just been, I feel like every day of the last two weeks has felt like Monday, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just need a weekend. Even though we're currently at the beginning of the week, I could definitely use a weekend. Yeah, we literally just had one. Yeah. Last Did you waste it? I don't know. I, like, blacked out and just forgot what <laughs> the weekend, I guess. Maybe I slept too much. Those are the worst weekends where you have the time off and you you don't even feel like you had it. Yeah. Because either you were doing too little or you did so much that it just got away from you. Exactly. I think I did too little. Like, I just stayed in my house and stared at the walls. Yeah. It's not good for your mental health. You gotta go no. outside. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I went outside today for a walk after work, and my uh-huh. voice is all scratchy now because this pollen count is killing me. Ugh, yeah, <laughs> see? Don't go outside. Large chunks of cotton just floating through the air. <laughs> oh, I know. It's just I huge. thought it was like a flying spider. Yeah, they look like fucking, what are those Star Trek things? Those Dude, balls of fur? I don't know. Oh, God damn it. What's the name of those things? Tribbles. They look like tribbles. Oh. I can, uh... I see your triple, and I can give you a sit sprite. <laughs> that's, that's better. But that's, but that's about it. Yeah, those are black, though. Or, uh, hang on. Crap. 
I don't know. But there's little fluffy flying things in My Little Pony. I don't know what they're called anymore. Of course there are. But they're cool. Well, you know what always helps with a bad week? What? Cracking one open. Ooh. I thought I would join you this time. Perfect. What are you drinking? Uh, these super cool Spider-Man Far From Home Dr. Pepper cans. Oh. <laughs> You're quite nice. Back on the pepper wagon? Yeah. I fell off pretty hard. Do you fall off them or do I get back on the wagon? What's the thing? Mm, I maybe parked it for a little bit and was all like, I'm coming back. You're my wagon. You idled the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even turn it off. I just left it running while I went inside real quick, you know? (laughs) Good enough. You're going to be one of those people that lives to like 186 and they ask you, what's your secret? I think you sent me the article of this lady. She lived to be like 111. And they interviewed her at like 110 and were like, what's your secret? And she just pops open a DP and is like, three Dr. Peppers a day, 10, 2, and 4. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, that sounds like something and I was And I was like, do. man, I love her. <laughs> Want to be her one day. 71 years. Well, it's also been a while since we've had a listener letter. A listener letter. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh. Blue Skadoo, we can too. We don't own the rights to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we got a listener letter. This is from a while back. This is from longtime listener Haley. Haley. Says, listening to the Dirty Leg episode. Nasty <laughs> Dirty Leg folk. Uh, which, by the way, you had tagged me in a Twitter thing where people were discussing this very phenomena. A whole ass Twitter moment. People are just like, I don't wash my legs and I'm proud. Like how? I just. (laughs) Proud. Uh, There are people walking around out there that just, they just need a good scrubbing. Disgusting. Gross. Wash your legs. Come back. (laughs) Okay. So she says, my friend and I, Played with a Ouija board back in sixth grade on the floor in her bathroom. This is what young girls do. Uh, horrible thing to do. Uh, her mom still lives in that house, and for whatever reason, the lighting in that bathroom has never worked properly since. The lights will flicker when certain people go in, but it only happens to men. What? She has had multiple electricians try to fix it, and none have found success. For this reason alone, I will not allow anyone to play Ouija in my house. Even if it's just a coincidence, I don't want haunted light bulbs. She then goes on to say, ooh, man, this Ouija stuff got out of hand. Then, when I started renting this old house in southeast Dallas, that same friend and I were convinced that whoever had lived in the house and died long ago had latched on to me, Haley, and was very protective. When I would get a boyfriend or invite men over, there would o- they would always feel uneasy and unsafe, whereas I always felt warm and protected. Well, that's nice. Good on him. That's always our favorite no-sleep story, where you get a ghost that's protecting you. Yeah, like a good guardian ghost. Like a good ghost. Get off my person! <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, she says... A guy friend of mine moved in with me, but it didn't last long, as he'd come downstairs to find the oven turned on or the cabinets open. 
Hell no. Oh, oh, like paranormal activity. That's straight up paranormal <laughs> shit. Uh, Ew. <laughs> Weird stuff like that would happen frequently. Again, could be explained away by drafts and old house quirks, but there was a clear pattern of weird stuff happening to me and the men around me. Ugh, that's so gross. That's spooky. Well, uh, I'm glad that it's like a good ghost that doesn't harm Haley. Haley, stay safe. Yeah, uh, we need to know if he's still around because I do know one friend. Uh, she said she told me this at a at a, a concert one time. We were we were talking, and she said that she can kind of see some stuff. Ooh. And she was like, yeah, but there's one that has been with me my whole life. And I was like, that's cool. Like, what's up with that? And then she turned and looked up and goes, well, I mean, he's here now. Okay, no thank you. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll be good. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to get people to behave around you, I suppose. Yeah. So... That is terrifying. Haley, you done goofed playing with a Ouija board. Yeah. Maybe don't play with any more. Or maybe the solution is you have to play with the Ouija board again. And then, like, and, the ghost and like close the door to whatever you opened. Yeah. Shut that door. Uh, did you ever see... Because that reminds me of that. Haley, thank you for the email, by the way. Thank that was you. Awesome. That reminds me of... Um, did you ever see uh, Stir of Echoes? I recall the name. With Kevin Bacon? Yeah, that's an old one. So he gets hypnotized, and he's he's like a kind of closed-minded person. So when they hypnotize him, they say, open the door to the world around you, right? Uh-huh. But now he sees this ghost of a girl that was killed in his house. <laughs> and he's like, close the goddamn door! <laughs> Shut the door. Shut the I windows. don't want it open! Lock like, you, you can't just close it. Why so not? now he... So now he has to find out, because she thought she was, like, being fake with it, but then it really happened. I so said if th- you open a door, you should be able to close it. Well, I think she tries, and it and it doesn't work. Because well, maybe she was, like, in the moment, and, like, because you gotta really believe that stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, you have like to be susceptible. Yeah. Say, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Leave me alone. Or you just bloop them out of existence. It's, you know, whatever. Oh, speaking of scary movies, did you hear that a certain series of movies is getting a reboot? Um, is it being helmed by a certain comedian? Yes! Chris Rock yeah. is rebooting the Saw series. Yeah, he's the producer. That is so, so cool. I'm wondering if that means they'll be, like, kind of funny. Because, I mean, he's I not going to be acting in them. But He's just, like, think, fronting the money. Like, there's so many comedians that are getting into the horror or thriller game these days. Like, of course, there's Jordan yeah. Peele. He did the Get Out movie, and he did Us. And then John Krasinski, who is famous as the fucking mm-hmm. Jim in The Office, he is. He did uh, A Quiet Place. Yeah. Did there's you just, see that, by the way? No, I really, really wanted <clears throat> to, but, like, I couldn't bring myself to go. It was so good. I'm sure it was an intense theater experience because the whole thing is like the movie is real silent, right? Because the aliens will just get yeah. you if you get loud. Dude, <laughs> I was I was so quiet just trying to take drinks from my cup. I would be like, like this yeah. one lady had uh, popcorn. She didn't even eat it. <laughs> Like, so she just kind of set it down halfway through and was like, nope, mm-mm, don't want to be loud. 
Can't touch that. The aliens will get me. I mean, it would take you out of the whole movie because the theater was for real just quiet the whole time. <laughs> it was cool. It was a really good movie, though. Yeah, I do want to see it. I should watch it at home. Yeah. It is not a scary movie. Like, you're not going to be afraid of it or really jump and get scared at any moments. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a cool, like, that would suck. If that right. were real, that would be intense. How could I make it through that, you know? Yeah, it's similar in that not. vein to Bird Box, I suppose, right? But you never saw Bird Box. Mm-mm. Yeah, Bird Box is good. I think you would like it. I gotta watch it one day, because I love Sandra Bullock, so. Yeah, who doesn't? If you don't like Sandra Bullock, get, get out, out of here! Get out of this podcast. Get out of here! Get out of here! She's great. She's, She's never aged. Well, I mean, I, I think mean, kind Hollywood of. kind of forces you to not age. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah. Her in a uh, gravity. God, dude, that movie. She's in like better shape than I could ever dream to be. I know, and she's in her in her fifties in that movie, probably. Probably. Yeah, goddamn. Like she's just she's just amazing. Get it, Sandra Bullock. Oh man, it has been thirteen minutes into this podcast. <laughs> this is also the thirteenth podcast. Oh. oh. So being so. Spooky numbered. 13's an unlucky number, right? It is an unlucky number. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Maybe we should go over some unfortunate instances that have happened to us. I think that is a grand idea. You know, we had discussed it earlier, and apparently yours are worse. <laughs> I'm not particularly a lucky person. I think, <laughs> I think my luck balances out because I have moments of, like, extreme luck. And uh-huh. I have moments of just total misfortune. <laughs> I think I just ride a pretty even current. Like, nothing's really happening to me, but when I need a little luck, yeah, it kind of happens. Yeah, so your you mind know? is more just like gentle waves. I'm peaks and valleys the whole way. Yeah. So give me, give me the lesser of your two stories. Okay. So this one's just a funny little anecdote. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was the first day of high school. I was excited because you know how like the first day of school you like pick out your outfit and you lay it out on the bed and you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to wear. I love this. Nope. You didn't ever ever do that? Nope. I never wanted to go. Oh, well, yeah. I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Miss editor of the newspaper. Hey, somebody's got to do it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I had like this cute outfit picked out. I had brand new shoes. They were... Mm -hmm green chuck taylor high tops of course of course they were they were cute as hell i still have them actually mm-hmm. and like the bottom of chucks when you first get them are really slick like kind of furry almost yeah and because it was like the first day of high school they had just waxed all the floors and stuff oh my god okay including the stairs <laughs> oh no <laughs> so my first day of high school I was holding, like, all my books and my binders and my backpack, had all my... Making your way downtown? Making my way downtown. And I thought, you know, what would be a faster way to get down these stairs if I just fucking fall and eat shit the whole way down? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Luckily, I didn't break anything. So, like, did you fall forward? No, I... Okay. Thank God, like, my feet just came out from underneath me. It was like a cartoon, like Scooby-Doo. And I just, like, bounced on my ass the whole way down the stairs. Oh, my God. Were there people around? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole school saw. It was a good time. That's awful. Yeah, it happened. I'm over it. I still have the shoes. They're good shoes. I don't think I've ever slipped in school before. I, don't I think know. that's the only time. After that, I was like, I gotta be careful. I can't walk so fast. Like, I can remember some kids doing it in elementary school, like at lunch, and just like food flying everywhere. Oh. You know? Like, that That always sucks. Especially if it were pizza day. That's the worst. Why did they always serve corn on pizza day? It was always pizza and whole kernel corn. I don't know. Like, who eats corn with pizza? I mean, we did when it was pizza day. But, like, why? <laughs> why did they serve that to us? It's not a wholesome side. They were like, you need a vegetable. Pizza's a vegetable these days. If you make it the right way, yeah. I suppose you gotta put vegetables on the pizza. Yeah, no, I mean, I've I've fallen, but it has usually been in the, the privacy of myself. That's good. I fall all the time. I'm not, I'm not a careful person. I'm clumsy. <laughs> I... Like, slide a lot, but then, like, I'll catch myself. Yeah. You know? Like, I've walked into work several times, and, like, as I'm walking in, there's, like, a little slant where, like, the parking lot comes in, and so there's, like, the spot where you can walk up onto the sidewalk. Yeah, like a little ramp. Yeah. That shit is slippery. <laughs> and I have just, like, slid all the way down it on one foot, Healy style. What? But then, like, I hit the bottom, and I'm like, whoa! What do they paint it with, like Teflon? I don't know, but it's only this one little, like, the one section that is the ramp is different than, like, the concrete part of the sidewalk. (laughs) And I slip on that shit all the time. That's an OSHA violation. I do better now. I walk walk with my toes like I'm walking on ice, you know? (laughs) You splay them out, get some balance. Yeah. Traction. Just, like, like through through the shoes, just (laughs) grab on. (laughs) Gross. The unluckiest I've probably been actually has been with one of my favorite brands. One of my all-time favorite brands. Not Dr. PlayStation. Pepper. Oh. Oh, no. I'm very lucky with that. Every time, well, recently, since, since the PlayStation 3, I have had an issue <clears throat> when I buy a PlayStation for the first time. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know what's wrong. So, the first time... I got the PlayStation 3, and I'd gotten it three years after it came out. Like, it was old, you know? But I finally saved up the money, and I was like, I'm going to go get it. So I go to Walmart, and the lady's like, what do you want? PlayStation 3, you know, it's it's over here. So she goes, she opens the little door, you know, does a little thing, slides the glass, pulls the PlayStation out, and it kind of catches on, like, the shelf. Yeah. So it kind of caught, she pulled it out, it kind of popped a little back off. I was like, whatever, it's cool, right? It's fine. So, didn't think anything of it. Uh, I buy it, I get it home, and like, I unpack everything, I'm so excited, I pull it out, and I was like, man, the like, the like wood that like holds it in place, you know? Yeah. I was like, that must have been really dusty, because this (laughs) thing is like, (coughs) It's, like, covered in stuff. So I'm, like, cleaning it up, wiping it off, and as I'm wiping it, the top pops off. (laughs) So it, like, pops off, and I go, oh, oh, look, you can see, like, all the insides. I guess if I need to repair anything, I can just pop the top off. That's handy. Perfect. Slide that shit back on, plug everything in, turn it on, bloop, and nothing happens. 
like the little red light comes on and it like goes oh it like spins up goes off and it happens just for like an hour i can't figure this thing out i'm googling it i don't know what to do walmart lady broke my playstation well so i'm looking at it and i go i bought because back then they had the 20 60 and the 80 gigabyte versions right right the 20 was like the launch model and it could play like playstation 2 games and all this shit well in my googling the 20 gigabyte had like four usbs on the front and all the rest of them only had two this one had four uh-huh. So it's like, well, this is an old 20 then. But I bought the 80. What the fuck? How did that happen? So I pack it all back up, go back up to Walmart, and I go, yeah, like, it doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't turn on. Can I exchange it? So she goes, well, let me look at it. She types in, like, stuff from the barcode on it. And she goes, where did you buy this? I was like, from you. <laughs> Like, I was just here an hour ago, and she goes, oh, yeah, I just pulled it out of the shelf. Yes, you did. Yep, correct. That's me. And she goes, well, it says this was purchased in Arizona. What? So what had happened was (laughs) one of the Walmart guys in the back put his old 20 gigabyte one in a new box and took the 80 gig and then put it back out on the shelf. So when when she had tugged it out, remember how it caught? Yeah. I I thought that just opened the back. No, it was already open. Oh, my God. So, manager comes up, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, Here you go. And they sent me off with a new one, and I've been happy ever since. Wow. That's ridiculous. Why has that got to happen to me? Yeah. I can't believe that the employee would do that. (laughs) Damn. So, of course, they didn't know who it was, but they were like, it had to have been somebody here. Yeah. Because it's in stock here. And I was like, that's cool. Can I get another one? (laughs) So they fix it? Like they got you a different one? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so they got me one and I still, actually that's the one that my parents still use today to play DVDs on and stuff. (laughs) So it has served me quite well. Ew, that that means it's 10 years old. Holy crap. It's an old machine. Still going. Still chugging. But so... On top of that one, because, you know, I said that I'd bought that one, like, three years later, you know? Yeah. I'd never owned a game system, like, day one. Right? Right. So I was going to own the PlayStation 4 day one. Ooh. Put all the money down. Get all the stuff. Big fancy Get me one, right? Get me one. Get it. I play with it all the time. It was awesome. PlayStation 4 is the bomb. Love that thing. You work for PlayStation, right? I wish. (laughs) <laughs> uh, i mean i got a lanyard to prove it you sure do that's good and enough the, right the eager know-how attitude so i don't know i maybe had it two weeks or something and then like my controller wouldn't work anymore oh and it would like kind of go kind of not kind of go it was like a touch and go kind of thing yeah and so I don't know. I didn't know what to do again. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. So I think I called them, and they were like, oh, well, very few models from this first run have faulty uh, Bluetooth chips in them. And so they're falling out of sync with the controller, making it unplayable. What? 
send it in to us. So I had to send that shit in and wait for a new one. The whole last PlayStation or just the controller? No, the PlayStation. Oh my god. Because it was a chip in the PlayStation that had a problem. That's obnoxious. Which is where I found out one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. Do tell. So this, they sent me a box, right? They sent me a box. You put the PlayStation in the box, and then that box goes to them, right? Yeah. But there is also a form that goes in the top of the box that they provide to you. That you sign saying that you are not providing them. And there were like four things at the top. Don't give us these things, right? Don't give us your old gerbils. Don't give us a dusty banana. Basically, yeah. Don't give us like like a fake thing. Don't give us one that like, I don't know, water was spilt on it. Do you not know? send us a murder weapon. Don't send us this. And then the last one I think about all the time still to this day. In a, there was a picture of a cockroach. With a big X or like the Ghostbusters like no on it, right? Do not send us a box of roaches. Do not send us your insect infested console. Oh no! I don't like those words together. Written on an official form that I had to sign and send to them. How many do you think they got before they were like, okay, we need to make a form. all I think about. (laughs) They don't put warnings on products unless it has happened. And happened often. You just know that, like, they opened one and it was full of bed bugs, and then the whole warehouse got bed bugs. Yeah, so they just, like, open it. Oh, here's a PlayStation. And then they, like, crack open the top and just, like, millipedes. Oh. Everywhere. And they're like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> not again with the millipedes. Charlie, help. <laughs> Ugh. But, like, again. I saved up. I spent all this time waiting, loving you, PlayStation. Damn. And then I happened to get the, like, one and however many that happened to have a problem. Come on, PlayStation. Get it together. So I'm going to save up for the five. And what's going to happen? I hope you're going to get I don't get one anticipate that's... it's going to go well. Well, I mean, as long as you don't get one that's infested with bugs. <laughs> Not bugs. Insect infested. (laughs) Insect infested. Listeners, I'm going to put this on Instagram because I actually still have that picture. Do you? Yeah. Because I think I posted it to my personal one the years ago when it happened. So gross. So I'll just repost it for you guys. Perfect. And then you guys write in and let me know the nastiest thing that has happened to your console. I, uh, if, if you have an insect infested console, God bless you. I don't even, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I do not know how to help you. I did buy a, a, a Nintendo 64 off of eBay. Recently? No, this was like a pretty long time ago. Was it full of millipedes? Uh, it was full of crayons. It's like, like an additional prize. What's this rattling? And like, I turn it and these crayons just fall against the air vent. And I'm like, how the fuck? Are, what? You won. Congratulations. And I didn't know how to get them out. So we actually cut the vent like plastic pieces off so, like, and just poured them all out. Some kid had stuffed the crayons in where the cartridges go. I think so. That's incredible. 
and I couldn't like undo that process. I couldn't I couldn't reverse engineer stuffing an an N sixty four with crayons. Oh, so man. I just cut a hole in the side and dumped them out. And I'm sure that was not uh, detailed on the eBay listing. No, not not really. But One could you N64. imagine if I left them in and it got hot and they oh. melted in there? Oh, in the Texas sun? Yeah, that would be so gross. Don't ever like, leave that no, in the car. I, 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 I would rather have a hole in the side. Yep. For as much as I love games, you would think they would treat me better. Yeah, definitely. Give your life and your paycheck to them. What do they give you in return? Whole Insects. box of crayons. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear about my unluckiest adventure? I would. All right. I would love because you said this was like a journey. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> this is like an experience. Yeah. So and it I, starts. And with... I'm ready to ride this wave. Here we go. Buckle in. It starts okay. with me being a hockey fan. So. I okay. love the Dallas Stars. I am a yes, huge fan. Do. I go to a lot of games. I got jerseys. I got wobbleheads. I just love hockey. And um, there is a new team that came into the league a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in Vegas. And they built their stadium in Vegas. And they were going to have the very first game prior to the season against the Dallas Stars in that stadium. And I was like, okay. I've got to go to this game. I think I remember when that happened. Okay. Because I think I remember you telling me about, like, the new team and how you were going to get to go to Vegas and stuff. I was so excited. So I got the two tickets. Richard and I were going to take a nice little flight on Spirit Airlines. I'm going to name names in this podcast. Holding nothing back. (laughs) As you do. As you do. Uh, So we bought two tickets on Spirit Airlines to to fly out to Vegas. We got the Mm -hmm. tickets to the hockey game. We got a hotel there. We got a rental car to drive around. We were going to make a whole vacation of it. So um, this was also the year that, like, we had an insane amount of hurricanes. And it was, like... Oh, yeah, where we had just, like, one, like, every two, three months. Yeah, and it was October, which is... You don't get hurricanes in October. Climate change is real. (laughs) (laughs) So there were, like, three hurricanes active at this time. Uh, So we get an email the night... That we're supposed to fly out. We're mm-hmm. all packed. We're about to literally get in the car. And like, oh, shit, I just got an email from the airlines. Our flight is delayed. Our flight is supposed to take off at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. I look at the email and it's like, okay, your flight is delayed. It's now leaving at 1030 tomorrow. Okay. I'm like, that's no good because the hockey game is at 730 tomorrow. Ugh. And we're not gonna make it by the time the hockey game is happening i'm not gonna miss it and so we call the airlines we tried to figure out like can you get us on a different flight is there anything you can do can we get on standby for something and they're just completely rude uh at this point i'm like in hysterics because (laughs) i'm so upset that i'm gonna miss this game so richard is dealing with the people on the airlines and i'm just like trying to figure out what our other options are And after probably an hour of trying to figure out, can we get on a flight or not tonight? I was just like, you know what? Let's just get in my car and we're going to drive to Las Vegas tonight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So that way we will get there. It takes like 12 hours to drive to Las Vegas. Uh, I was going to say, what is that like? I was going to say like 14, but. We would have gotten there. 12 sounds better. We would have gotten there uh, with enough time to take like 
a four hour nap before the game in the hotel. So I was like, we can do this. We can manage this. Which would be fine for me. I don't know about you. I mean, I, I could, I could have just been running on adrenaline, hockey, hockey happiness. But, um, so he's like, okay, I guess that's what we're going to do. So we load the suitcases into my Mitsubishi Lancer. Okay. And we take off. Um, so we decide that the best way to do it is going to be to sleep in shifts. So Richard takes the first shift and goes to sleep for a little while. Okay. And then around, I think, midnight. Actually, no. So we have to drive through um, this horrible storm that's happening because the hurricane is so far inland with the storm Gross. at this point. Uh-huh. It was, like, hitting the DFW area and over into West Texas. Yeah. Because uh, we're driving, you know, from DFW over to Las Vegas. So we're... Mm-hmm. Heading west, uh, pretty much just traveling in this huge storm, and uh, oh my god, the rain is driving harder than I've ever seen rain go. <laughs> it was the most insane. That sounds terrifying. It was it was the craziest amount of water I'd ever seen in my life. We were at one point driving through like a field of windmills, and uh-huh. lightning was striking Ooh. like all over the place. I was so afraid that the windmills were going to get struck because. You know, they're enormous yeah, the metal giant structures. Metal. Yeah. I was freaking out so bad. I was like, we're going to die here. <laughs> um, so, so what I'm picturing is, you know how, like, when there's a bug in the tub, so you just turn on the water? <laughs> You're the bug in this situation right now. I was the bug in the tub. Yep. That's that's terrifying to think was, about. Yeah. Uh, the car... Like, the water was so bad that we couldn't see the lines on the road at some points. So, like, I was just guessing where the lanes were, and you couldn't see the edge of the road. So, like, if the road was turning, I would have no idea. There's no other cars on the road at this point because it's very late at night, and it's West Texas. There's nothing on the road. I drive for probably six hours. We left around 8 p.m., so Mm -hmm. it's now, like, 2 a.m. And I'm like, I'm tired. The storm has taken everything out of me emotionally. I need to sleep for a while. (laughs) And so we switch seats. Okay. I take a little cat nap. Richard's driving. And at this point, we're, like, just out in bumfuck nowhere. Just, like, prairies. You can see a billion stars because there's zero light pollution. Yeah. It's a two-lane, really gravelly road. So 3 a.m., I wake up to the unmistakable sound of a tire blowout. Oh, my God. My left front tire had completely exploded, like, just gone okay so i know that you drive a mitsubishi lancer yes have you ever had to change a tire on it um no i don't think so all right here's a bit of knowledge for you so like i said we're out in the middle of nowhere so we have no cell signal we can't get the internet on our phones Mm -hmm. uh at this point also we so when we left texas it was like probably 80 degrees and by this time, after the storms and everything, it had dropped to about 20 degrees. Oh my god. We are dressed for 80 degrees. So I was guessing 50, but no. 20? Holy shit. It was shit. cold. It was colder than I've ever been in my life. And the wind chill was just nuts. The wind was fucking whipping. And we're in this area with like zero trees, zero anything. So the wind is just like howling in straight lines at us. So we pulled the car off to the side of the road. We get the uh, car jacked up. We're both in shorts and t-shirts. It's fucking cold. <laughs> we get the That's car jacked up. That's not funny, up. but it's, not it's pretty funny. funny. 
I can look back and laugh now because this is like two years ago, but God, it was, it was like the worst day of my life at that point, probably. Yeah. So we get the tire fully jacked up um, and we've got a tire iron and we're just cranking on these fucking lug nuts, just cranking on them, trying to get them off. Yeah. No cell signal. We cannot YouTube. How do I get these lug nuts off of my tire? I mean, I know how to change a tire. See, we both know how to change a tire, too. <laughs> uh, as it turns out, with the Mitsubishi Lancer, there is a like mechanism that locks your lug nuts. They're very specific lug nuts. Uh-huh. So you have to unlock them, and then you can get the tire off. And we had never encountered that in our lives. I think that's a thing that you can just buy. Because I, I had one on my old one, but it was one that I bought... So that, like, people can't steal your tires. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was the thing at this point. So, it's, like, 3.30 in the morning. We're out there at 20 degrees trying to change a tire in shorts in complete pitch blackness. Um, God. So, we're like, we can't get these freaking lug nuts off. We're going to have to get back in the car. We're going to have to take the car off of the jack. And we just need to stay warm because we're going to (laughs) die. So, we get back in the car. and We have to spoon to survive. (laughs) Basically, so we get back in the car and we turn the heat on and uh, we call Geico because we're insured with Geico at this point. And we ask, hey, we need, you know, roadside assistance out here. And they're like, where are you? And we're like, we don't really know. (laughs) We are near this road marker. Like, that's all we can see for several miles around us. We haven't passed any buildings in hours. Can you follow the sound of my voice? Yeah. So they're able to like geolocated with us or whatever from the thing inside okay. the car so oh that's awesome yeah so like okay we have a position on you we'll get somebody out to you within the next like five hours oh god that's not gonna work geico i'm on a tight schedule i have to get to las vegas by 7 30 p.m and you have you've got a, cl- a ticking clock here also i'm cold and i might die <laughs> yeah so after yelling at geico for a little while um <clears throat> They connect us with a local tow shop that is within an hour's drive. So they put us in contact with them, and the guy's like, okay, we can be out there within an hour. We're like, okay, I guess that'll do. We can still make the hockey game in time. Yeah. And an hour passes, and they're not there. And we're still very cold. (laughs) Uh, At this point, we're like, what is happening? So we call Geico back. So what are you doing to pass the time? Nothing. Just hanging out in the car. Like, like are you even like, I see something gray. I mean, I, I see it's a, a star. Storm cloud. Guess which one it is. <laughs> like, that, literally, I've never one? been no. in a darker situation. Like, I could not see. If if there were coyotes surrounding us, I would not have been able to see them. It's a good thing, like, you weren't there for too long. Because, you know, when you are in pitch blackness for too long, you do just go blind. Yeah, you just start to go crazy. <laughs> oh man! So, um, so at this point, uh, we call the we call guy go back and we're like, "Hey, where's the tow guys?" And they're yeah. like, "Oh, uh, they're not coming." What the fuck? Yeah. So we're like, "What has happened here?" It's been a breakdown in communication somewhere along the line. Geico called the tow people and was like, "Oh, you don't need to go get them." And why? I don't know. To this day, I do not know. <laughs> Um, so we were like, Geico, how about you just give us the number to the tow company and we will call them ourselves and we're going to drop you as our insurance carrier. So F off. Bye. 
Yeah. And so we call, <clears throat> we call this tow company and it's like four o'clock in the morning and they just like, it's his home that we're calling. <laughs> oh, cool. It's okay. one of those shops, you know, where like the guy works out of his own garage. Yeah. Cause it's like a town of 200 people. And so we call him and clearly we've woken him up and he's like, what? Oh shit. Yeah. We're like, hi, we're uh, stranded. And Geico said you were going to come get us while I was told by Geico that I don't need to go out there anymore. It's like, well, actually Geico lied to you. We're not sure why or what happened, but yeah, we're still stranded. We're still very cold. (laughs) Help. Please help. And he's like, all right, I'll be there in like an hour. It's fucking cool. All right. So we uh, hang up with this guy and sometime in the next little, little while, my car battery after having the heater on and having the hazards on, the car uh-huh. battery dies. Okay. So we're in a dead car with no heat in the middle of nowhere. We have no source of light for this tow truck to find us. And our phones are nearly dead. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't think I've ever heard this story before. Really? Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> I've told it, like, maybe twice in my life because it was such a... It was such an experience, and it's like, such an ordeal. This is a good, like, lifetime movie right here. Oh, this was my lifetime movie. I, <laughs> this is my situation. So, we, uh, where was I? The car's dead. So, the you have company. no way to, like, flag this guy down when he yeah. shows up. We had no way to get to the scoot. So, we called the guy back. And he has already left his house. Nobody's picking up the phone. And we're like, Mm -hmm. okay. So he knows roughly where we are from the coordinates that Geico got for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully he can use that to get to us. And also no cars are passing us on the road at this time. Like it is just total. I was really hoping like somebody would just see you and go, oh, hey, you need a hand? I wish. (laughs) No. Oh my God. This like, it is literally the middle of nowhere. If I had to point to it on a map, I, I don't know. Say, all right, where does it say nowhere? Where does it say zero population? <laughs> that one. No civilization. So it's almost as bad as a <clears throat> cloudy with a chance of meatballs, where they lived under the A in Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. So um, eventually, after a long time of waiting and suspense, not being able to contact this tow truck dude, we see lights in the distance. And okay. then they drive past us. We're like, shit, was it the tow truck guy? And, like, I don't want to get out and start waving my arms because I don't yeah. want to get hit. <laughs> so was it was it coming toward you or, like, going with your lane of traffic? Going with our lane of traffic. So okay. he drives past us. Okay. And after, like, ten minutes or so, we start to see, like, flashing lights in the distance. Uh-huh. And they're just slowly, very slowly coming closer. Just okay. ever creeping closer. And I want to be excited, but I'm, but I'm scared. <laughs> so it's the tow truck and he's got his hazards on and he's just backing up on the side of the road looking for the corpse of our car. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I didn't know. I tell you another part uh, before this happened. So in our total despair when we were freezing and the car is dead, uh, we uh-huh. called the police because the battery had died. And uh-huh. we were sitting ducks on the side of the road and we were going to freeze to death. And we called the police and they were like, well, what do you want us to do? 
well, I want... Like, Let our families know. I want some kind of reassurance that I'm going to be okay. I want you to, like, maybe come try to find me with a blanket or maybe yeah. come out and jump my car or anything. And the lady was like, we can't do any of that. And Why? That, that was the end of that phone call. She was like, you got to get off this line. This is for emergencies only. It's like, this is an emergency. It's <laughs> to protect and serve. I, I didn't help know what to me. do. Like, you're supposed to help. Yeah, that didn't pan out. But thank fucking God, Mr. Tow Truck, he comes in. He uh, explains the whole locking lug nut situation. Uh-huh. He j- gives us a jump and is like, okay, you need to get to the nearest tire shop. And lucky us, we are about 50 miles outside of Amarillo. Okay. So Amarillo is a decently sized town. They have a discount tire. Mm-hmm. And we're like, great. Maybe we can get there. And cool, but it's like five in the morning? Yeah, it's about five in the morning. I'm like, I wonder what time discount tire opens. Maybe they open at like six or so. Yeah. And so we get there and they don't open until nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's cutting it pretty close to hockey time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's just go to a local diner while we wait for okay. discount tire to open. So we go to a diner. We have like a pancake and a cup of coffee, you know? Yeah. It was a good cup of coffee. I remember it being very decent. Small Town Diners coffee is always really good. You were just like, warm my soul. Yeah. Please. God, I need heat in my body. I have never been so cold. I can't even like begin to describe the bone chilling wind that just like pierces through your arms and your chest. You just feel like you're going to die. I would die. I hate the cold. Oh, it was awful. We had put on literally all the clothes in our suitcases. We were each wearing two shirts and a hockey sweater, and we were both <laughs> freezing. <laughs> so we get uh, we get our diner food. We go back to Discount Tire, and it's still not open. We're just kind of, you know, biding our time waiting. Mm-hmm. So we park our car in front of the garage and just fall asleep in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever they open, they come out and, like, knock on the window, wake us up. Y'all need a hand? Yes, we do, sir. Please, I need a new tire for this one because it is messed up. And you know you can't drive far on the donut. Like, I would have just driven, like, the rest of the way to Vegas if I could have on that donut. But they were like, you can't drive more than, like, 50 miles on that. Amarillo was pushing it. Yeah, and, I mean, you can't even really go that fast on them. So, even if you went there, you'd have to go slower. So, it would probably be working against you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, they, uh... They're like, oh yeah, these tires. Um, you actually have to special order these tires. Dude, I just need a fucking goddamn tire. I was like, put any tire on it. Any tire you have in the shop that'll fit on this car. Do you have four tractor tires? Lit jack me up. <laughs> jack me up, Scotty. Yeah, no. Uh they had to special order that tire. Um, there was zero way around it. At this point, I'm like doing my calculations. I'm like, okay, if we just leave it this time, we can get to Las Vegas. And Richard's like, it's not going to happen. We're not going to be able to make it. Yeah. I'm like, we can still do it. We can still try. Uh, Alas, we had to wait for like a whole morning and then some of the afternoon for them to get that tire and to get it on my car. And we were leaving Amarillo by like three o'clock. We were not going to make it to Las Vegas by 730. Yeah. And then we had to turn around and make the whole fucking drive home. <laughs> that was a horrible ending. Yeah, there's there's no happy ending to that. Shit. Oh, and then you know what? So, it gets even worse, buddy. <laughs> now, now, so. now, now, see, I think this is the part of the story 
that I do know. So okay. That's like the big sad, and then I really thought you were just going to go, oh yeah, spirit sucks. And here's the big mad. So that was the big sad, ready for the big mad? Here it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So after uh, dealing with this shit with spirit, I was like, I need a refund on these tickets because I never got on the oh. plane. Hang on. So go over what happened with that, because they said that it was going to leave yeah, like, so the next said, day, right? Yeah, they said the plane was leaving... It was delayed a full 24 hours, essentially. So we would have landed yes. after the hockey game. So I was like, yes. no can do. And, uh... But then what happened? So then... <laughs> I'm just so incensed. Every time I talk about this, the rage in my heart boils over. And I can taste it. It's like blood see, in my mouth. See, you told me the mad, but not the sad. I know all about the mad. Yeah. And I love the mad. Oh my god, dude. So, after months of talking to Spirit Airlines... And I had proof. Oh, well, so, like, so they said it was going to go 24 hours later. That was past the game. Yes. Then. Then I called Spirit Airlines and I was like, hey, my plane never took off. I want a refund on my tickets. And oh, like, I thought they like switched it to where it was back on time later. So. And then you were like, dude, I'm no. So they never sent me another email. They. When I called the lady, I was like, my plane never took off. Here's my confirmation number. And she was like, oh, that plane took off as scheduled. I'm like, no, it didn't. I had this email that says the plane never took off. And I yeah. wasn't on it. Therefore, I should get a refund. And they were like, no, we called your name at checkout. So? I like, oh, okay, I wasn't there because you emailed me. That the plane was going to be just fucking laid for 24 hours. And they were like, well, that's not our fault. How is it not your fault? So I got into an eight month legal battle with Spirit Airlines. I contacted the attorney general and eventually, like literally eight months later, I got a refund on my tickets, a full refund after having to explain this to like so many people, my horrible story. I was like, I want emotional damages as well because I'm not okay. I did not get emotional damages. I also didn't oh, get a refund brutal. for the hotel or the rental car, so we were out all that shit. But Boo! Yeah, or the hockey tickets, which were expensive because they were a special game. Burns! Also, the game was really, really good. The Stars won, like, 7-2, <laughs> to two, and I wanted shit. to be there. It was the first game of that stadium. I'm so mad, Robert. <laughs> I'm still so mad. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my unlucky story. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't. I can't really come close to that. Oh, God. I you, just... you go on some wild-ass adventures, though. <laughs> I do. Like, hot damn. Yep. Jesus. The only thing that kept us sane was singing uh, George Strait's Amarillo by morning. Just hoping we'll get there by morning. Just hoping we'll get to Amarillo by morning. <laughs> That's kind of beautiful. <laughs> we played it at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you remember that time that everything sucked? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate this song. Yeah, fuck you, Spirit Airlines. 100%. 110% fuck you, Spirit Airlines. My mom was going to fly with them one time. Did you tell her my big mad? Well, so I told her that you had like a thing with them, right? Mm-hmm. But then I found this out because she, uh, I guess, was leaving Phoenix, where my brother is. And so she got Spirit because it was the cheapest way. It's always and the as they were, as they were boarding though, they like call everybody up, and then this one lady 
you know, she's in, I don't know, like, group four or, like, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And she's behind my mom, and they go, oh, yeah, there's nowhere for you to sit. They do that shit. They overbook their planes. And she was like, what? Yeah. She goes, what? And they go, well, see, you bought a ticket, but you didn't buy a seat. Isn't that the most fucked up shit you've ever heard from an airline? If you had bought a seat, there would be a place for you to sit. But just... since you bought a ticket only, you're basically banking that somebody doesn't show and you get the seat that they bought that they are not occupying. You just gotta hang on to the wing and hope for your best. So then she goes, well, what do I do now? And they were like, go buy another ticket. Yep. To something else. Are you for fucking real, dude? Ugh. That is insane. I know. That is insane. I never fly spirit. And anybody who does, like, everybody in my family... I don't let them fly spirit anymore. I'm like, on principle. No. In this household, we do not fly spirit. <laughs> we don't even mention its name. Ugh. <laughs> That's a story. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that is a story. And I want stories like that from you guys. Yeah, the please. The listeners. Yeah, spin us a yarn, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you ever had some kind of horrible travel misfortune or, I don't know, some kind of an airline kerfuffle, we want to hear about it. And, like, you ever see those, like, Twitter things where it's, like, somebody telling a big-ass long story over, like, hours of tweets? Yes. <laughs> Dude, I live for those. Oh, my God. One of my all-time favorite ones. I love doing dramatic readings of that one. I do it so good now because I've read it so many times. <laughs> But it was this guy, and he started dating this girl, and he calls her, I think he calls her Lil Crazy. Oh. Or no, Lil Psycho. (laughs) Right? So he's dating Lil Psycho, and like, everything's good, everything's great, but then there's like the times where she goes kind of psycho, right? Yeah. And this whole thing gets so, it it gets, it goes in places you didn't know existed. (laughs) It goes to the wildest places. Oh, no. And they wind up breaking up, but she, she like, breaks into, like, their family reunion or something. What? And asks him to marry her at this reunion when they hadn't spoken in, like, a year or something. Holy shit. It's, like, this long time later, and he goes, fuck no. (laughs) So she goes, okay, turns... And asks his cousin, who's oh. a girl, will you marry me? And she said yes. What? And at the time he was tweeting it, it was because the wedding was going to happen in like a week. <laughs> and he was like, so please feel free to show up and ruin that shit. Okay. I'll have to find it for you because I found it for someone at work. I was like, you've never read this? Let me look it up. And I found it real quick. It's still a big thing. True psychotic love. And it is hu- It is so long. Wow. I remember I was reading it to Taylor, like, the day that it like came out online. Mm-hmm. And I was just turning the page. I just kept reading, and I kept reading, and I was like, oh my god, there's more! So I was reading, doing more dramatic readings. There's more! <laughs> and it, I read it for an hour. Holy cow. It's so long. But of course, you know, when you're like dramatic reading, there's like pauses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you gotta get So you could probably read it way quicker. Okay. But it's a fantastic story. Yeah, I want to hear that. Send that to me. Oh, man. 
Everyone, just send us the wildest shit. Send us some crazy shit. I want to hear it. Yeah, like the. Well, I mean, if you did the crazy, that might be kind of weird, but. Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta. But that could still be good, so send us your crazy too. Yeah. It's whatever. Uh, Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every single Monday. And if you have a second, please take some time to uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That would help us out so, so much. Yes, and you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at YMBTOAP at gmail.com. Remember, that stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. We really want your listener letters. Anything at all. Anything we've posted about, anything we've talked about, any topics you want us to talk about, just talk to us. Our podcast is hosted on Libsyn at YMBTOAP.LIBSYN.com. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check them out on YouTube. They have great music, super cool stuff. And as always, thanks for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question of what will go wrong next. Just everything. One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Bloop, bloop. Ooh, that was a good one. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> la 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 la. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. <laughs>